For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Adam Gold Show. I am Adam Gold. V to the Victoria producing the program. So last night was a busy night. I am fully immersed in the day-to-day ongoings of the Carolina Hurricanes, which took one on the chin for the first time this year. Got beat by the Edmonton Oilers 6-4. to So... In between the pregame conversations with Rod Brindamore and Trip Tracy and getting Stormwatch ready to go and doing pregame and intermissions and postgame and podcast, like, seriously, I was completely removed from what was going on uh, in other aspects of the sports world, except my son was watching the 76ers and Bucks on TNT. So I knew that Joel Embiid was being a doofus last night. But that's all I knew other than the Hurricanes. And then when everything was done and I was about to post the podcast, Kane's Corner Podcast, available wherever you get your podcast, uh, you can uh, follow it and it shows up automatically wherever you get those. Um, I saw the news. Christian McCaffrey... Traded. Yeah, I I did think of you, Victoria. Did you? Yeah, but here here's because I, I feel like you have a good heart. Thank you. Right, I feel like you have a good heart. Right, and I know you're a big Panthers fan, but unfortunately, not unfortunate. You are you are what you are. It's not an, <laughs> It's brutal. It's, it's unfortunate that the team has been not so successful. Yes, really at all. Um. Mm-hmm. So, but I know that you have a good heart. And I think you will look at this. I don't know if you will or not. This is the way I look at it. But again, I am not emotionally invested. I I have no emotional attachment to the team at all. Yeah. And I said this earlier in the week. In my opinion, the Carolina Panthers did the right thing. They did the humane thing. Yes. They gave Christian McCaffrey's career purpose Mm -hmm. and meaning because they weren't going to be good, especially without really any serious draft capital. They weren't going to be good next year or the year after that. And by giving McCaffrey his freedom, it did bring to mind a song, uh-huh. right? It did bring to mind, you know, if you love somebody. Yes. Right? Oh, I, I, I was humming. Did you have it? Yeah, I was humming this song today. Uh-huh. This is what it is like. This is it. Yeah. If you love somebody, <laughs> set them free. Right. See, Sting knew. Sting's a Panthers fan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unfortunately, I mean, I agree with that. I want him to get a ring, and he's not going to get one here with the Panthers. So I am, you know, I'm happy for him, but I am a sucker for like 
the good guys that they love their team, they yeah. love their community, they love you know that's one of the All reasons of that's that I'm true. a huge Panthers fan. So I do. It hurts to see him leave. It's really sad, right? All but all of that is true about McCaffrey. He did love the Panthers. Yeah. He loved. He wanted to be here. He did not want to be traded. No, but ultimately. I'm sure Christian probably went home at night, and when he's playing the piano, he's probably going, "Man, we're bad." Yeah, it's and it's it has when you're when you're as competitive and as good as he is. And by by the way, I think there are probably other players in the locker room who, while maybe not actively looking for a trade. Are in some ways kind of, kind of envious of that. Yeah, he's going to a place where he can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he can excel and flourish. Right, they, he can be, he can play in games of serious consequence, which weren't happening here. Yeah. So uh, there's 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 a goofy way of phrasing this, and like it's sort of like you don't you know the dog needs to be put down, mm-hmm. and essentially. The Christian McCaffrey era here for Christian McCaffrey's own good needed to be put down. Yeah. So he's going to the San Francisco 49ers. They get a bevy of draft picks. They get a second, a third, and a fourth next year, a fifth the following year. So in this, the next draft, they get a second, third, and a fourth. They now have, I believe, seven picks in this draft. Yeah. What a concept. We a need them. full boat of draft picks. Definitely need them. Amazing. Uh, here's at, the, the Panthers are trying to get a first, right? Here's Adam Schefter from ESPN uh, on that. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. On the one hand, I don't think they were ever going to get a first-round draft pick. No teams are surrendering first-round draft picks for running backs in this day and age. Not when you look also at the crop of free agent running backs this upcoming winter. It's a very deep class. The upcoming draft class of running backs and the performance of running backs in recent years. So when you're not going to get a first, you then focus on quantity and quality both, and they figured that there would be strength in numbers. So they get the four picks back. They get a two, a three, a four, a five, and 24. And keep in mind that the 49ers had extra picks from losing Robert Sala to the New York Jets and from losing Mike McDaniel to the Miami Dolphins and from losing Martin Mayhew to the Washington Commanders. So the 49ers had six bonus third-round picks spread over years in part that helped fund this trade for Christian McCaffrey that they agreed to tonight. I mean, from the 49ers' perspective, that's fine. I mean, you got... You're getting an elite player, and you add him to the mix. And we're going to talk about the 49ers angle here in a second. Um, the I don't I don't have one of those draft chart equivalents. Somebody put one together, and what the Panthers received back 
is the equivalent of a late first-round pick, according to the chart. So while they didn't get a first-round pick, you got, at least in the upcoming draft, three picks. Two of them are day-two picks. You should be able to get players that can help you on day-two. Hopefully. Teams that draft well find players who can start, maybe even star, on day-two. Well, we can't do worse, that's for sure. Uh, that is uh, that is true. Uh, so uh, there is uh, there is all of that. Now, Damian Woody from ESPN on his thoughts on the trade. Boy, did they push their chips all in, right? It just it just feels that way with Kyle Shanahan and company that they really pushed their chips all in to go go out and get a piece in Christian McCaffrey. Man, you're talking about a, a chess piece. Obviously, great runner, great receiver out of the backfield. You combine him, you know, with George Kittle and Debo Samuel, you got a lot of interchangeable parts in that offense and, and and obviously we know that he's a great designer of running game so this 49ers offense could be I mean it could be deadly they get Trent Williams back up front on the offensive line that's just what I was going to ask you that. know and once these guys come together mm-hmm. I, you know it's all about Thanksgiving Thanksgiving and, and after that and beyond it is uh, it's, all, it's all about the <laughs> look um, I want I, I want to get to the uh, more about the 49ers in a minute um, but yes, if you are a 49ers fan, and apparently our friend Rusty over here is, oh. and my wife is a 49ers fan, okay, uh, they they have as good a set of skill position players now as there is in the NFL, and the versatility that they've got is amazing. All right, Adam Schefter. Uh, also noted that it wasn't just the 49ers who were vying for Christian McCaffrey. Carolina had been looking to deal Christian McCaffrey and get as many picks back as the Panthers could get. They spent the week talking to a number of teams. But in the end, Greeny, it really boiled down to the two NFC West rivals who have been basically bidding on so many players opposite of one another over the years. If you remember last year, a couple of years ago, the 49ers and Rams both wanted Matthew Stafford. The Rams got him. They both wanted Odell Beckham Jr. The Rams got him. They both wanted Christian McCaffrey here. And basically, in the end, the 49ers wanted him more. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what the Rams are going to give up, but the Rams don't have a lot of draft capital anyway. No. So that was always going to be a problem for uh, for Los Angeles. Uh, Carolina did well. I don't think Carolina, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a heist. And if the old axiom stands that whoever got the best player in the trade won the trade, then the 49ers won the trade because we don't know who those players are. Mm-mm. But... And again, I'm going to delay talking about the 49ers here for just a second. Because, as you said before, that it's sad. And it is incredibly sad that a player like Christian McCaffrey, who's only in year six, he should have been a forever Panther. Absolutely. But when your organization is so bad that your team crumbles around a star like him. And they've had some bad luck, right? The Luke Keekley retiring before, you know, you would think he would retire yes. is bad luck. But it's also, it's part of the sport. There's player attrition and injuries destroy bodies and careers, and it was doing that to Keekley. 
which is why he stepped away. And he's not the first one to have stepped yeah. away. Dan Morgan didn't play forever. Oh, yeah. So... And is starting to do it with Christian, and so it's good that he's getting an opportunity before it catches him. I don't know why I push back so much on the injury-prone stuff. Fact, he missed 23 of the last 33 games. That's a fact. Yeah. Can't can't deny that. But for, for whatever reason, I don't see McCaffrey as it being... Uh, an injury-prone issue. No. Uh, he's play, He's fourth right now in the league in yards from scrimmage, uh, receiving and rushing, and I anticipate that number will not go down, really. And it probably will go down a little bit because there are so many other weapons in San Francisco, and I don't think they're ever going to be a 500-yard per game yeah. type but of an offense. Rely- he's not going to be the whole offense like he right. is in Carolina. So. But it's sad because a guy like McCaffrey should have been here because he wanted to be here. Now, getting back to the humane thing, now that they have added four draft picks and three in this upcoming draft, it's possible that they could be competitive next year with the right quarterback. It's possible. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. Darren Gann has a piece on Panthers.com highlighting the fact that all five starters on the offensive line are under contract for next year. That's good. That's very good. So far, the offensive line has not yet been nearly as good as we had hoped, but they probably need continuity. And if we're being honest, Iki Aquanu hasn't been very good. No. So he needs to get better, but I also think he will which I think will make the rest of the line better. So if they stay healthy and this line comes back intact and the depth continues and maybe they add to it a little bit, then they'll be a good offensive line. And if they are, then maybe they can be competitive next year with the right quarterback. Of course, that's probably going to be a rookie Mm -hmm. because I believe that they will go into the draft for a quarterback. It's now we're really talking about two years before the Panthers are really, I mean, not really good, but <laughs> yeah. two years before you can go, eh, they can make the playoffs. At least mid. Right? Mid, right. right. Mm-hmm. Just, just to get to mid, they might need two years. <laughs> yeah. And by that time, now you are running the risk of a running back having little value. So McCaffrey probably wasn't going to be the feature running back on this team when it became a legitimate, we'll just say, division contender. Yeah, he'd age out. Right. That's the the nature of the business. This yeah. is year six. We're talking about a running back in year eight. Man, there's in the last 20 years, there's like eight of them yeah. that have been really effective into, you know, eight, nine, ten years. So, I think that's the frustrating part about being a Panthers fan is if, if they would have made better decisions and decisions that I think all of us saw no. was like probable, like they should have done. This makes sense. You should do A, B, C, and D, but they didn't. They did Z and Y. We would actually have a really good team. We would have had Luke and Christian and, you know, maybe well, Cam all on the same team. Maybe Luke, no, because of the concussion issue, right? right? Uh, but let's just, let's use Cam as an example. A, they abused Cam. Mm-hmm. They allowed Cam. To, actually, I'm not going to say they abused Cam. They allowed Cam to abuse himself. Yes. Because Cam made the call on whether or not Cam would play. And he shouldn't have played. 
and Ron Rivera allowed Cam to play when he shouldn't have. It should not have been his decision. Cam, you're not healthy. You're yeah. sitting. Just like Tua. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. So they should not have allowed Cam that uh, that leeway. Also, they should have recognized a long time ago that if you want to be ground and pound, still their hashtag. It's been their hashtag for what? Ever. Keep pounding has been their hashtag for eight eight years. Yes. So if that's what you want to be, you need an offensive line to do it. And they have never had anything other than uh, a, a jigsaw puzzle offensive line. And in 2015, the pieces fit. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they didn't. I know. And so they never did that, which leads to Cam getting killed in the pocket. The, those issues hurt this team. Because to be honest, Cam should still be the quarterback, but yeah. he, he got broken. Yeah. In Pittsburgh in 2018. And that injury, which was the second shoulder injury, ruined him. Done. The first shoulder injury, he came back from. The second one, uh uh-uh, didn't happen. That was it. So, these are mistakes that the the organization made well ago. And the organization today is suffering from them. Although, today's organization hasn't done a lot to help. No. David Tepper has been... The shiny, uh, attracted to the shiny object. It's the fish. Oh, look at the lure. Oh, wait, look over there. Oh, no, there's a hook in it. That's bad. (laughs) Yeah. So that's where you you move away from Cam. You think Teddy Bridgewater's the answer. He's not. Then after one year, you dump Teddy Bridgewater. You eat dead cap space. Mm -hmm. You bring in Sam Darnold. Throw away a second-round pick for Sam Darnold. Uh, You bring in Darnold. Uh, He's not it. You, You go get Baker Mayfield. Okay, I don't Still think I don't think he's it either. So now you now here's where you are. Matt Corral is the only quarterback under contract for next year, and to be honest, he's a scratch off ticket. Yeah, who we knows? don't know. You're probably not winning. Yeah, so maybe a great backup, but who knows? Maybe maybe Matt Corral's a backup. Maybe maybe you hit the you know old lucky sevens. Right. I have no idea what a what <laughs> yeah. a winning scratch off ticket looks like. All right, real quick to the 49er. But oh, one, one more thing, Scott Fitterer was asked today. If this is about tanking. And I guess he has to respond this way. But he says the expectation is still to win. Oh, okay. So, with who? Right. They weren't winning with the current right. crop of players. <laughs> you just got rid up? of your best. You have no running game now. Chuba Hubbard is, eh, he's okay. I mean, he's, he's yeah. you know, he's a backup. And, I mean, maybe Deontay Foreman can... Yeah, Whatever. maybe. It, it, you, you just gave away your best weapon. Right. So you are you probably didn't get better. Yeah. And they're one in five. So they're not winning games. No. Let's be real. Uh, so that's, uh, that's that. All right. I already thought that San Francisco was very good. Uh, when you forced me to come up with a team fifth in the league, <laughs> right? That's who I chose, even at three and three, over the Giants at five and one, which still seems to anger people. But they have an offense that is suspect. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones 
who get it done. Now you add McCaffrey to Debo Samuel to Brandon Ayuk to George Kittle. And even though Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback, Kyle Shanahan is your offensive director. And he is a great play designer and play caller. And I think their offense will be very good. Here's Ryan Clark from ESPN. I think it does. I mean, the first thing is the NFC isn't that top-heavy. They aren't that great at the top, which is the reason we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys being a top two or a top three team. Also, think about the way that Kyle Shanahan uses his pieces. Debo Samuel, extremely versatile, can be used in the pass and run. Brandon Ayuk, the same thing. You can use him on jet sweeps. You can get him the ball quickly on screens. Christian McCaffrey's actually exactly the same. And so now you have all of these clones of one another, and it's like watching an old episode of Orphan Black. This gives this offense another elite playmaker, but it makes it an elite-level offense based on the talent that surrounds the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is the running back version of Debo Samuel. Yeah. Right? Debo's a wide receiver, which they and they use him a lot in runs. And McCaffrey is the running back who they will use a lot in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, that I would not want to game plan against the 49ers, even with Jimmy Garoppolo. Real quick about one more thing from Scott Fitterer. He did say the teams came at them for other players, but they're not interested. And the players he's, I mean, he didn't mention, but referring to Brian Burns, Derek Brown, DJ Moore, he considers them foundational pieces for the future. Okay. I'm not even going to argue. Yeah. I'm not going to argue. Um, if I were him, if you were interested, I was interested. Doesn't mean I have to make the move, but if you wanted Brian Burns for uh, a first round pick and uh, a third, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm making a deal. Right. You wanted Derek Brown? Let's talk. You want a DJ Moore? No offense to DJ Moore, who's a really good player. I don't think DJ, DJ Moore is a game changer. I would have been easily convinced to make that move. Yeah. Because I think that this team is needs a complete teardown. Clean house. So that's just me. All right, baseball last night. Astros took a 3-2, uh, not 3-2 lead in the series, a 2-0 lead in the series over the Yankees with a 3-2 win. Alex Bregman... Was it a first inning three run home run? I think it was a, it was early in the game. I think wow. it was first inning three run home run. Framber Valdez pitched seven innings. He did not allow an earned run. It's actually an old Earl Weaver axiom. Earl Weaver, former manager of the Baltimore Orioles, uh, pitching, defense, and three run homers. There was also a uh, an expletive deleted with a hyphen in it yeah. that Earl would always use that. Uh, but that's Earl Weaver. Um, the defense, though, wasn't great for Houston last night, but either way, bottom of the third, Rusty Helzer <laughs> listening next door. <laughs> bottom of the third, Adam. Bottom of the third, you dope. Uh, he he didn't say, he didn't call me a dope, but he's probably <laughs> thinking about it. All right, so uh, here's Dusty Baker, Astros manager, on different ways to win in the playoffs. You know, the playoffs, um, you're going to be facing number ones and number twos and number threes every once in a while. Uh, you're going to be facing their top pitchers. Um, you know, they're not going to – starters usually are going to go a little shorter and go into their quality in their bullpen. Um, you're going to get the high leverage guys that you would normally get during the season, and you'll get them in the middle of the ball game. 
you know, the, the, I mean, look at Loisaga, you know, what time of the game he came in. So, um, <clears throat> you know, they're going to be close, close ball games. Um, you know, we're a high contact team, which helps us. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it does, except that those three runs were all they needed, but they also needed something else. They needed a little defense from Kyle Tucker late. Pitch to Judge, a swing and a fly ball, well hit right field. Tucker back, Tucker at the wall, jumps and he makes the catch. Bader will tag, and in the second, just ahead of the throw. But Kyle Tucker with a great play in right field, bringing back what might have been a home run for Aaron Judge. It would have been great for Aaron Judge to hit a uh, a big home run, in a, although he did hit one in the closeout game of uh, of the Guardians. Uh, but this was supposed to be the postseason that was going to be Aaron Judge's exclamation point right. on his Yankee contract extension. Not extension, but a new contract. And I'm not saying he won't get it anyway because he had an amazing season and he is a great player. He's also very good in the outfield uh, and can run. I mean, he's a super athlete. He's just also in his 30s already. So it's going to be tough to get all the money he wants. But... Uh, Kyle Tucker is a really good player. That's what's amazing about these Astros. A few years ago when they won the World Series, then, of course, we found out that they were cheating their rear ends off. Um, they had so many good players. I mean, they had the George Springers of the world, and they uh, they had Carlos Correa at shortstop. And they allowed those players to leave via free agency. They have essentially kept Altuve. And they kept Alex Bregman with the three-run home run in the in the third inning, as Rusty reminds me. Uh, but they have just managed to plug and play a lot of very good players into their lineup. Kyle Tucker is probably better than just a very good player, but they are they are incredibly solid as a team. And uh, while I've never really rooted for the Astros, I can find I can feel me rooting for Dusty Baker to win a World Series, a baseball lifer who's in his 70s, who played uh, as a teammate in the outfield with Hank Aaron. That's where Baker goes back to as a player. Wow. I can can root for Dusty Baker to win a World Series. Absolutely. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.